is the What Are We Doing podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. My name is Levi McCurdy, and this is episode 74. And this one's going to be a doozy. It's going to be our best one yet. You know why? Because we get better with every episode. If that's not what you're doing, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? We're on our way to episode 100, and we've only got... 25 more episodes to get there. Okay, we've got this one in the books. I've got 75 already planned. We're recording episode 75 early next week with special guests. You know who they are, but guess what? It's going to be a surprise. So if you want to be the first to know all about next week's episode, make sure to join our Patreon, patreon.com backslash what are we doing? If you don't want to know what the big surprise guest is next week, don't join our Patreon. But listen, it's only a dollar, so you should join it anyways because I know you have a dollar. Know what I mean? Let me ask you a question. What is it about groups of extremely unattractive people having sex with each other? Like, I think most of my audience would agree, and I, I think most of our my audience falls in this category. Megs and I, listen, Megs and I are attractive people. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm tooting my own horn. It's what I'm saying. I think it's true. We're not, listen, we're not catches. Um, we're not freaking Kylie and Chloe out here. Okay, but we're, you know, six, seven out of 10, maybe on a good day. Let's get dolled up. Maybe seven and a half, 8.0, maybe. Okay, like, but you know, on an average day, we're not like disgusting. We're not absolute trash. Okay, but you know, we're, we're average looking people. And so, this episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Oh, like... <clears throat> We surround ourselves, our friends, our family, most of them, like two of them, uh, they're attractive. Um, and so like, you know, business, our colleagues, our employees, our friends, our coworkers, like everyone we surround ourselves with, it's kind of like the party. Like we take a selfie on Instagram with the group. It gets a bunch of likes because it's a bomb ass group of people. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I don't think, and we've all kind of talked about this as a friend group, none of us have experienced these like sex escapades uh, that these nerds be having. Like FTX and his Caroline girlfriend down there in the Bahamas having sex with each other while they're still stealing billions and billions and billions of dollars of Kevin O'Leary's money. You know what I mean? Like that's not really what we're into. Okay, the furthest that we've gone, and I feel like a lot of you can probably relate to this, is we've done one, maybe two, maybe nine 
orders from adamandeve.com. The free gifts get me, dude. Okay, I get an email every day and it says, here's nine free gifts. And then if you order again, guess how many? You get 12 free gifts. Here's a DVD, here's a DVD, here's a toy for you, here's something for you. All you gotta do is order $1.99 worth of stuff and you get 19 free gifts at adamandeve.com. They got me every time. We We ordered way too much. There's, we ordered way too much. I'm sorry, but you can probably relate. You know what I mean? The emails are a little too much and the free gifts get me every time. I'm a man. What can I say? I'm a man. I'm a man. By the way, listen, by the way, I ate an entire bag of all-female M&Ms yesterday. I got a bag of the all-female M&Ms just to turn in my man card because I'm kind of tired of doing it. And um, I ate the whole bag and they were delicious. The whole bag of all-female M&Ms was delicious. Okay? Uh, And that may or may not have been a sex metaphor. I'll let you decide. Uh, But to be honest with you, it wasn't. So it... I just, I literally, I'm just, I'm disgusting and just ate an entire bag of M&Ms. Um, so now, and of course with like the news of SBF and FTX coming out and the sex pad condo down in the Bahamas, let's not forget, um, all the while he was having sex with his doped up amphetamine addicted co-core of a girlfriend, Caroline Ellis, who also stole a lot of money. And so, um, but who knew, who knew there was someone else in the family with, that had an equal amount of brain power as Caroline, okay? Um, her Satan-worshipping cousin, Megan Hall. So Caroline Ellis's cousin walks in. I don't know if they're cousins. They might be. It's just fun to pretend they're cousins. Caroline Ellis's cousin, Megan Hall, walks in. And if you don't know Megan Hall... Let me introduce you. A small town Tennessee police station has been rocked by allegations of wild sexual misconduct after a married female police officer allegedly had steamy romps with six male officers. Officer Megan Hall and her fellow law officers allegedly engaged in wild sexcapades. Sexcapades. I love that word. Sexcapades is the word of the year. S-E-X-C-A-P. A-D-E-S, Sexcapades 2023, word of the year. Sexcapades that included sending dirty pictures, taking her top off at a Girls Gone Wild hot tub party, I wasn't invited, and even having oral sex with two officers at the Tennessee police station. I mean, this can't be made up anymore. This is the world we live in. We did, a, we did a reality shift in 2020 when COVID hit. We didn't notice because we were all inside and we shifted one degree this way. And now we've got sexcapades at the police station. The steamy shenanigans in which uh, Megan Hall allegedly bragged about the size of one partner's genitalia claiming to be in an open marriage not only led... Uh, to her being fired, but led to the firings of Sergeant Powell, Detective Shields, Officer Tyler, and a few more colleagues that she blew at the police station. The worst of it comes from uh, Officer Magalito, and I kind of changed his name a little bit because I can't really pronounce his real name, and he should, his name shouldn't be mentioned because it's not important. Uh, just, she blew him, you know what I mean? 
the worst of it comes from Officer Magalito, who admitted to having sex with Megan Hall multiple times, not just once, multiple times. Claims that it all started when Megan told him about the other officer's big black dick. Okay, listen, I swear to God, I swear to God, that's in there. That is in the article, it's in the testimony, it's in the investigation notes. This is what they testified. I can't make it up anymore. Episode one, two, three of this podcast, maybe I made some shit up. But now, dude, it just falls. It just falls in the lap of us. And this is just what, this is the world we live in. This is what actually is happening. The article, the article says, and I swear to God, I I can't make it up anymore. The article says he told investigators that Officer Megan Hall told him about Officer Powell's big black and claimed he had performed a sex act on him while the pair were on the clock in the precinct. Magalito also said uh, he had seen Hall and another officer kissing while watching football at a party over the weekend. Uh, And Hall had even kissed his own wife, Amy. So now... So now, not only is Megan Hall running through the entire precinct, we got sergeants, detectives, officers, people in charge. We've got like four, we've got like five or six dudes that she's not only banging, but that she's blowing in the squad car. She's making out with an another officer's wife after she just got done making out with another guy who she's not sleeping with, who's also not her husband, who's also at the party. I swear to God, that's what's happening here. So now she's hooking up with the wife of the officer that she's hooking up with, who's also not her husband. The officer said Hall's husband saw the kiss and told officials that the cuckold was really wasn't on board with the open relationship. Uh, that his wife was having a threesome with the officers, but continued to have a relationship with anyways. Well, you got to divorce the bitch then, right? Listen to me. What happened was Hall went to her husband. She said, listen, Megan went to her husband and said, listen, I need to have threesomes and I need to hook up with other people. We need to have, I want to have an open marriage. And her husband said, yeah, I'm not really about that life. All I want to do is manage this public park and and the trees, and I want to walk the nature trails, and I want to live a normal life, and you're out here wiling trying to hook up with all your police officer friends, okay? And so her her poor cuck of a husband, and what's his name? Give me his name. What's his name? Jedediah. Oh, oh my God, what a precious name. Jedediah uh, obviously is rocked and shocked by this news. Jedediah, he apparently, right, was not on board with the open marriage. Uh, he too witnessed her kissing the man at the football party, was not okay afterwards, and all he wants to do is get back to his life working as a park ranger, okay? Uh, the story continues as ex-cop Megan Hall said, uh, she and her husband, Jedediah Hall were in an open marriage, although he didn't seem to be on board according to internal investigations. See what I say? He wasn't on board. 
He said his favorite part about working at the state parks department is witnessing the look on his visitors' eyes when they first connect with nature and its cultural resources. That wow moment makes all the hard work worth it, and it makes me fall in love with our park system all over again, he wrote. He also encouraged anyone interested in joining the state parks department to start by volunteering at their local parks by picking up garbage and helping with waterway cleanups. Look, this guy's obviously a very nice man. He loves his job at a public park. He volunteers. He picks up trash on the side of the sidewalk. And his wife is abusing her power as a police officer to suck the dick of every, every man in the precinct. Um, I mean, here's, here's the thing. The lesson, the lesson here is simple. If you're a sex craze ex cop, who's banging multiple members of the police department, there's no going back from this. Like you're not getting another job as a police officer. Um, your name will be forever in the Google archives and it doesn't matter how many church services Megan attends over the next six months. Uh, you get this woman on a houseboat in Tennessee waters, the wild cat's going to get unleashed, okay? You get her near a hot tub, one seltzer turns into 15, and before you know it, she's engaged in oral sex with someone who's not her husband. So here's the only options, right? Obviously, Megan's dreams of being a cop is over, and as for the husband, like, man, Jedediah, my friend, if you want to come on this podcast and talk about it, by all means, reach out. We'll have you on. But uh, you got to move on here, buddy. Okay. There's more fish in the pond, right? It's not, uh, you know, and, and this, you're what that she's not it. She's not it. She's one degree off from Caroline Ellis and they're one degree off, uh, you know, from Sid, the sloth. So it's a little, you know, like you can do better. Listen, buddy, on a good day, you're like, you're like a five out of 10, bro. So like step your shit up, become like a six or a seven and then bag a chick that's sexy as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like you can do way better than this. And so don't, you know, don't disrespect yourself by staying with someone SBF would definitely hook up with. SBF would definitely send your wife 300,000 FTX tokens and be like, yo, meet me here on this day. And she would show up. Right. And like, you don't want to constantly, look, if you stay with her, you don't want to constantly be thinking about what she's doing every time she goes to Trader Joe's. Is she or is she not sucking the cock of the cashier? Or, you know what I mean? It's like, listen, if uh, my last thought, my last idea for you guys if they're thinking about staying together, then they just need to cash in on the 15 minutes of fame and spin up that 9.99 OnlyFans account, baby. There's got to be body cam footage. There's got to be security cam footage of whatever they were doing somewhere. Or better yet, refilm it. Because I can think of five cops that just lost their jobs that have nothing to do that would love to stick their shit inside of you again. You nasty, disgusting little witch. This person should be locked up. Lock her up. So while everyone was busy watching The Last of Us on Sunday, which I will be watching here very shortly, I don't have time to do it now, uh, but uh, you know what I mean? I will be watching the show. I couldn't watch it live because I was busy watching MILF Manor. MILF Manor has premiered on TLC, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm here to tell you all about it. 
Milf Manor, season one, episode one. Buckle up, baby. Here we go. It's Milf Manor, season one. I love older women that can keep up with me because I'm bringing that young energy. I'm looking for love. I need a grown woman out here. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Whoa, hey, all right now. Holy shit. Holy shit, there are moms. Look at this guy's face. I mean, come on, dude. Like, okay, so let's let's rewind. Let's rewind 10 minutes. Let's meet the MILFs, baby. Let's meet the MILFs, okay? We've got April 59. Now, we're calling her April 59 because that's her age. We're not going to be referring to everyone's age, but we're calling her April 59 because there's two moms named April. We've got April 59. We've got Paula. We've got Sue Young. Her philosophy, sex yes, kissing no. She's sex positive, baby, and she's ready. Her name's Sue Young, but she not might be. You know what I'm saying? Then we've got April 43, okay? Then we've got Charlene. Then we've got Kelly with an E, a.k.a. Disco Mommy. Then we've got Stephanie with a Y. Then we got Shannon with an A. And then we've got Jane with a Y. All the MILFs have insane spelled names. And, uh, dude, that's not the weirdest part of the show. That's just the beginning. Now all the girls, and so now all, so now all the girls are meeting each other, right? They're showing up one by one. This is how every intro episode works. They're all coming through the villa. They're all showing up to meet these guys. They're going to meet each other first. And then we meet all the other contestants. That's how these shows work. Of course. Oh, Stephanie, 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 Stephanie already knows. Stephanie knows she's already the ugliest one on the show. Stephanie knows that she has no chance. Stephanie just moved to LA from New Jersey. Okay. And the first thing Stephanie didn't do when moving to LA was get a personal trainer and go get a free consultation at the boob job doctor. Okay. She is not in the same league as any of these other girls on this show. And Stephanie knows it. I already feel I'm the woman that will get the least attention. Yeah. You tell Kelly has invested a lot of time into her body, her sex appeal, and I know that young men want that. So she's got that going for herself. I have the best trainer in Orange County, so if you guys want to come. <laughs> Everyone's very pretty, and I'm like the biggest girl here. Like, what do I have to offer? You know, we're getting older, ladies. We're not getting younger, even though we can think that we can do things to make ourselves look younger. We're really not. Oh, taking a stab at the fake titties. Stephanie said, you can have all the fake titties you want on Milf Manor, but that doesn't stop you from being 60 years old. Stephanie cannot hang with the rest of these Hollywood housewives. She knows, she knows, she knows. And listen, it's been months since Stephanie's been to the gym. It's been months since she's thought about it. And it's been months since she's gone. 
Uh, and you know, for some reason too, so now all the girls are meeting each other. And for some reason, I guess COVID, I guess COVID destroyed the reality TV show host. I'm pretty sure the next season of Survivor, they're also going to have cell phones and Jeff Probes is just going to text them and say, Hey guys, meet me here. This is your next challenge instead of, you know, like whatever else is happening. So we can't actually hire reality TV show host anymore. So now they all have phones. I think Love Island started this maybe, I don't know. But now we all have phones, so the girls are getting their text messages. And the energy too, by the way, like the energy is just off. The energy when United States uh, reality show contestants get text messages on their uh, host producer phones is like two out of 10 compared to people like Australia, dude. Like these women, the MILFs, when they're getting their text messages, they're like, oh, I got a text. Girls, girls, I got a message. When the people of Australia, like on Love Island, Australia, get a text on their mobile phones, they're like screaming from the mountains. They're screaming from the mountains. I've got a text. I've got a text. And like you can hear it through the entire country of Australia. When someone on Love Island, Australia gets a text, we can hear it in the United States. The girls in MILF Manor know when the people of Love Island, Australia get a text on their phone. But the United States people, we're just MILF Manor people, we're just like, oh, I got a text. You know what I mean? So they all got their text messages and now they're being summoned to the front gate where they'll meet the contestants, the young boys who are coming in, okay? And up until this point, we still don't know. Like we haven't found out that it's their sons walking through the door. You know what I mean? So up until this point, we as the audience is still blind to what's actually going on. We think whatever they're thinking. So like average dudes, random dudes, young dudes, mediocre dudes, whatever they think is gonna happen is what we think is gonna happen. And we don't know what's coming next. And so, of course, now leading up to the big reveal, we, we have all the guys doing their talk, their voiceovers, saying like, yeah, I'm young, I'm fresh, I'm going to show these ladies a good time, I'm going to lay my thing down, I'm going to do my thing, I'm going to make them smile, I'm going to make these women laugh, I'm going to be a gentleman, and I'm going to go home, and I'm going to find love, and I'm going to work romance on these ladies, and that's just how they're walking in with big dick attitudes. They all just took two shots of tequila, and they've got four blue chew pills under their tongue because they all all went to wadpod.com backslash blue and got that first pack for free. All I'm saying is they click the link down below. And so, right now, here's the thing. One of the kids is 20, but they're in Mexico. So does that mean he's allowed to drink? The drinking age in Mexico is 18. United States is 21. They're filming in Mexico, but it's a United States show. So is he allowed to drink on the show? I need to know, let me know in the comments down below when you're done clicking the link to buy your blue chew. And so we don't know up until this point what exactly is about to happen. Of course we do, but we don't. So let's watch the big reveal, Milf Manor. Whoa, hey, all right now. So curious as to what I could find here. I mean, this is it. All of my moments have led me to this one. And hopefully there's somebody here that is gonna be interested in me. I can be interested in them. What's going on? Wait, there are moms? Holy 
stop it on that boy's face. Stop it on that man's face. Look at his face. This guy, we're going to get to this guy in a minute. But dude, so here's, <laughs> I knew it. Holy shit, we knew it. Listen, everybody on the internet said, oh, the big twist, it's it's their ex-husbands, it's their sister, it's other women, they're going to turn them on to lesbians, it's other, uh, it's, it's, it's their co-worker, they have to date their bosses. Someone said it was their bosses. I was the only one out of uh, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, all the late night shows covered this show. Everyone said... Something other than their son. Jimmy Fallon said it was their cousins. <clears throat> I was the only one on the internet that knew it was going to be their sons. I mean, you heard, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. It's me, little old me at the one pod. We know what we're talking about here. I knew it. I was right all along. That's the twist. It was their sons. Confirmed MILF Manor season one. So... <laughs> And then we have a clip of this guy saying, "So cool. that's hilarious. Uh, at least one of the sons finds it hilarious. Um, and so here's, <laughs> here's what happened. And this is how they pulled it off from context clues of what these boys are saying. Their moms were here for a dating retreat. They said, Hey, you're going to go on this show. You're going to date these seven guys. You're going to hopefully fall in love. They didn't give them any details. And they said, Hey, why don't you just bring your son along and we'll send him off to another villa and he'll do his own dating reality show and we'll kill two birds with one stone. And they were like, yeah, that's great. Bet. I'll bring my son. Let's go, son. You want to find love on an island with mommy? Cool. We'll be on separate islands, but we get to go together. It's, it's a free trip. You want to go? And they said, yeah, sure. Why not? And so they thought they were being revealed to like a bunch of sexy 20 year olds when in reality, the producers opened the door and it's their moms. I love it. I love it so far. Um, so now obviously we, uh, we jump into, uh, like interviews. Now all the moms are saying hi to their sons, uh, you know, and obviously the sons who are attracted to these women are, are jumping right in They're They're getting names, they're hugging, they're taking them off for conversations. And so we're jumping back and forth to like interviews with the moms and the kids and, um, Joey, Joey's got swag. Joey's mom is fully confident in his ability to go home with a woman, um, and then here's the other thing I told you, we get to him in a minute. Gabriel, Gabriel got on the wrong flight. Gabriel, this kid, Gabriel was supposed to go to Dr. Phil's ranch. The one they sent bad baby to, uh, Gabriel is fresh out. He's either directly on his way to rehab or will be going to rehab as soon as this show's over. Isn't there a rehab show with Dr. Drew? Celebrity Rehab? Gabriel's trying to reboot Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew because that's exactly what he's portraying here. Gabriel needs some help, okay? Like, please tell me the villa has fentanyl strips. We have fentanyl testing strips in the school for Gabriel? Because they have them in the schools now. The schools have them. We got to check the coke for fentanyl, people, okay? We can't keep doing this. You got to keep a close eye on Gabriel, okay? Gabriel might murder one of the moms, okay? We might turn this into a whole new show. Gabriel scares me a little bit. If someone needs to get voted off this season, let's pick him. Gabriel and I are both here because we wanted to take this adventure it literally fell in our lap from the heavens. And I can't. I, I'm sorry. 
Just, oh can you Lord. stop and just let me talk? Can you do it again? Can you not say, why are you saying heavens? Because that's what I'm saying. I, I'm my own person. But can you stop interrupting me? So. No. I'm sorry. So now, and of course, you know the show comes with challenges. And they're swinging for the fence this year, baby. I mean, I didn't think we were going to start the season off this strong. But we're starting the season off this strong, okay? The challenge, the challenge, the challenge, uh, God, here's the issue. I sat here for 45 minutes trying to create a bit or, or, or how to describe this or how to, uh, work it into the episode, but this challenge, it, um, I almost, it's a little, the moms, are blindfolded and the boys are shirtless. The moms have to feel each one of the boys' bodies in order to determine which one is their son. And the moms who choose their son the quickest gets to pick one of two of the best rooms in the house. I can't, I just, here, go, this is. The two moms that figure out who their son is the quickest win the best suites in the whole house. So the competition is on. I need you guys to help me find my son if you want to hang out with me tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. So this challenge is very important for it you is. to win, okay? So be focused, and we're going to win. I want to stay in the suite, so we have to be <laughs> careful. Quick. <laughs> Who wants to win? You've never rubbed me up and down. So. Oh, my God. Yeah, you don't know who's who, so it's going to be a scary time. I'm ready. I just hope she doesn't go below the waist whenever she's groping these guys. Because <laughs> that that will be out of line. Out of line. There's still mommies in the house. If I pick Joey, hopefully I don't pick him first. Because, <laughs> yeah, we'll have a nice room, but it's like, I kind of want more than that. Hmm. Nope. Oh, nope. <laughs> nope. Ow! <laughs> I've never experienced something like this. My mom never really shows me, like, the younger guys that she dates, or especially, like, touching them in front of my face. I mean, that's, that's pretty weird to me. Joey? It's my son. Oh my God. Kelly. If I'm standing there with all the other guys, how long do you think it would take Sandy Dunkel to pick out me in the lineup with all the other guys? If Sandy and I were on this show, do you think we'd win this challenge or do you think we'd lose it? And so so the episode ends, so the, the challenge is over. Who won? Who cares? It doesn't matter. Uh, the challenge is over. The one kid tries to cock block his mom. It gets weird. And the, the episode just ends with a nugget, just a one final nugget of content. 
one final nugget of content this episode gives us. And I mean, so we, we zoom in on Soo Young's son and he's discovering that this isn't just a game, okay? You, li- you gotta step up. If you wanna win the heart of one of these girls, you gotta step up and not treat this as a game, okay? You can't be vanilla. You can't be vanilla. I'm a very big feet person. Paula has these feet that I just want to like oil up and lather and just massage and get real warm and then paint her toenails maybe a color and like suck the acrylic off them toes and shove them in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> we can't be vanilla, bro. We got like moms here. Like we got to really step our game up. No. Can't be vanilla, bro. You got moms here. Listen, fellas, listen. If you are not fully prepared by 20 years old, let alone 30 years old, to suck the acrylic paint off of your girl's toes, then what are we doing? Be a man and put that long as fuck second toe or whichever one turns you on the most about your girl, find the sexiest toe and put that shit in your mouth, okay? If you're not sucking the acrylic off of a woman's toes, what? are you doing? But that's episode one though. That's episode one. It's episode one. And I think, I think, listen, based on the episode, I don't think anyone expected this. I think they told that like they're, the guys thought they were dating young chicks and the girls thought, you know, obviously they knew they were going to be younger guys, but like, it didn't seem like anyone really like, I mean, the one guy just said he's not head over heels for anyone. I think he thought there was going to be a bunch of 20 year olds there. All I can say is buckle up. It's season one of MILF Manor and it's going to be a wild ride until, until we get to March, until we advance ourselves two months from now and we get to March of 2023, because in March we get the all new TV show on TLC by the creators of MILF Manor seeking brother husbands, okay? And, um, you know, here's the trailer for that. One woman having multiple husbands, but those husbands cannot have any other partners. I have two husbands who love me. <laughs> There's definitely, like, a double standard when a few- you know what I'm saying? So as soon as we're done season one of MILF Manor and figuring out how many MILFs find their forever boy, we're going to jump right into Seeking Brother Husband and find these women more husbands to fill their household with. I mean, TLC knocking it out of the park in 2023. Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And what else happened this week? What else is going on? What happened this week? Michael Bay is being canceled and charged criminally for killing a pigeon in Italy on the set of Underground 6. That's wild. Lock him up! Uh, and, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to end this uh, episode on a little bit of some positive news, a little personal update uh, coming from our household. Megs is actually going to be leaving us Come May, we're not breaking up. We're still together, but Megs has accepted a new job as the driver of the Nutmobile. Megs will be taking the planner's Nutmobile around to over 200 events over the next 18 months, and she shows it off. She's going to be podcasting in it. She's going to be vlogging. They're going to have a YouTube channel. Megs is the new driver 
of the planter's peanut nutmobile. We saw uh, someone posted about it on Facebook. It was like a sponsor post or an ad or something. And I said, sweetheart, you're not really doing anything. Why don't you apply? And so I called some people. She applied. We sent some emails. We got on LinkedIn and we connected with the people. We got her name to the top of the list. And now Meg's is the official 2023 Planners Nutmobile driver. We're going to see if we can put a booster seat in it. And if we can, she's going to have Ollie with her uh, pretty much for the entire time. So Meg's and Ollie might be hitting the road together uh, in the planner's nutmobile. So be on the lookout. We're going to post a full schedule of like the events she's stopping at. So if the fans of the podcast want to go say hi, or if you want to meet her, I'm probably going along to most of them with her or meeting her in different places. So we might be able to do meetups for the podcast there, but be on the lookout for the nutmobile coming to your town sometime soon. Again, we'll have the full schedule coming soon. Um, but yeah, Meg's is, uh, Meg's is starting this new journey in her life. It was either this or van life, but she chose the nutmobile because they offer a $250,000 salary. So we're, we're signing her up for that and we can't wait, uh, to see where that adventure takes us. She's going to over 20 different States, 20 different States she'll be visiting and, um, over 200 events like, um, nut eating competitions, nut offs, um, you know, uh, Virginia, she'll be in Virginia a lot. Uh, so it's, it's crazy to think that there are over 200 events a year for the nutmobile to go to. Um, but just be on the lookout for that. Uh, I apologize to anyone else who applied. If you had your heart on becoming the nutmobile driver for this year, it is unfortunately, um, not up for grabs anymore. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching another episode of the, what are we doing podcast? My name's Levi McCurdy. And if you want to check out any of our other episodes, by all means, please, there are playlists on this channel. They're, uh, all on Spotify, anchor, YouTube, iTunes, wherever you get your episodes, head on back and watch last week's episode. And don't forget to check out episode 75 coming next week. That one's going to be a special one as well. Uh, we can't thank our Patreons enough this week. It's Justin, Megs, um, Ariel and Tim. Congratulations on the baby. You two deserve it. Uh, we love the promo images and movie posters there. They were fantastic. Shout out to you guys. Um, and so ladies and gentlemen, you need to go to wadpod.com backslash links to watch and listen and do everything you need to do to interact with this podcast. Check us out on Spotify, run up those ads there. We're going to make twice as much money on this podcast as we made last year, because thanks to you guys, we made a whopping $10 and 58 cents round of applause for everyone who listened. Thank you guys so much. My name's Levi McCurdy. This has been another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. Thank you so much for rocking with me. Peace out, everybody. This is the What Are We Doing podcast.